Is your dream bigger than your discomfort? As an entrepreneur, you have got to come to the table with some pretty thick skin, a good old Southern helping size of determination and grit, and the right motives. On today's show, I'm going to share my, the three characteristics that I believe every entrepreneur must have to be successful. It's time to turn your dream into bold action. Let's turn your passion into an authentic and profitable business that reflects who you are at your core. Welcome to the Dream Launcher Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Ferrara. Let's start with characteristic number one, thick skin. Entrepreneurship is not for the weak. One of the most effective personal development programs that I have ever been through is being a business owner. And I've been through some pretty intense personal development programs, but being a business owner is the one that puts it all to the test. It isn't for everybody. You cannot be in it just for the fun. You can't be in it just because you like to make this or that, or you're good at something that's not going to make you successful. You have got to be in it because you want to talk about it do it, live it, be it all the time. Okay. Maybe not all the time, but like 20 hours out of a day, you've got to live it. It's got to be something that's ingrained in you that you don't mind talking about every single day of every single week of every single month, every year for the next 10, 20 years. Entrepreneurship isn't a fast process either. None of it, none of the people that you see that are successful are truly fly by night, miracle, all of a sudden, sudden fame. None of them. Okay. Fame may not be the right, but they're not all of a sudden making millions. There is a lot of hard work that went into every moment before you even knew their name. And we need to honor that. And you need to expect that in your own business, that it doesn't come easy, that it takes work. And yes, you can have that laptop lifestyle if that is what you want, but it's going to take a whole lot of work, dedication, long hours and time away from family to get it started, to be able to achieve that if you want it fast. Now, if you can take the time and grow it slowly and make sure that you keep your life in balance where you're spending time. Maybe you're still working a full-time job and you're trying to grow your business and you have a family. Don't neglect your family. They will hate your business and they will grow to resent you and the time you spend in it. If you spend all of your waking hours outside of work doing your business, prioritize family. It's important. But it becomes that one of those things that you also have to have that tough skin to say, I'm setting aside this time as working hours. You've got to be dedicated to that. You may have your nine to five and then you come home and you have dinner with your family and you spend a little time and then you say, OK, it's time for mom to go work on her business. So work that out with your family. Maybe it's not every night. Maybe it's a certain nights a week that you've worked that out with your husband to say, I'm going to need this time and to just dedicate to that. I'm going to close my door. I'm going to work on it. I need you to take care of the kids, bathe them, whatever it is that needs to happen, help them with their homework because I've got to go work on this. 
you can't be the, in it alone or everybody in your house will resent it. And I don't want that for you. And you don't want that for you. I know that you, at your heart and your core, you're wanting to do this to have more time with your family. But set those boundaries and those priorities now. Because now is when you get to establish that rhythm of, of you working on your business and your family respecting that time that you are spending in it and not um, neglecting them just to make it happen faster. Find the right balance. But it does take some pretty thick skin because it's not always going to be easy. And there are going to be times when you have deadlines that you've set for yourself to get something done. But things kind of end up out of balance at home. Maybe there's, you know, a sick child or there's the unexpected business trip that has to happen. And so now you've got to rearrange your schedule. It can also be hard if you and your husband are not on the same page. I'm not saying that y'all are working the business together. My husband and I don't work this business together, but he respects what I'm doing. He honors it and he knows, and my daughter knows as well, when it's time for me to work, I'm going to go work. I'm going to go close the door. The dog's sitting outside because he's usually right under my feet. But when I'm recording, I got to kick him out. <laughs> so he has to respect this time too. And thankfully he does. He doesn't paw at the door and everything. But but it's one of those things that you establish the rhythm early. And maybe it's that you establish that with a small amount of time. I'm going to go spend an hour and make sure that time is targeted. You know exactly what you're going to do in that hour. and then. You're going to grow that over time as they become a little more accustomed to this new thing that you're doing. But it will be an uphill battle. You will be totally out of alignment with what God really wants for you in your life if your family is not on board, especially your husband. So make sure you have that conversation. You set those expectations and that, that you have buy-in from him to support you. And then another way that you need to have thick skin is as you begin to promote your business and you get out there on social media and you're building your email list, you are going to have people who don't want what you have, they don't like what you're doing, and they're going to let you know it. And you're going to have over time, I'm going to say this, there are plenty of times that you're going to have people say no right to your face. They don't want to buy what you have and you can't let that hurt you. That skin needs to be tough from the aspect of that no is not a reflection of your identity. It is not a reflection of your worth. It just means that they don't resonate with it. They don't want it. And it's okay. There are thousands of other people out there who do. And you just got to go find them. So that leads into characteristic number two, which is that determination and grit. We need to learn to celebrate the yeses, understand the no's, and keep moving forward. And we can't only be in it to chase the money. Let me tell you, money will not sustain you in your desire, in your drive to run your business and to do the things that are difficult, to do the things you don't want to do, and to show up even when you don't feel like it. Money is not enough. It is not enough. You have got to know why you're in this business at a way deeper level than because I want to make some extra money or I want to replace my income. That is just not enough. 
you've got to know why that is important. So going back to what I talked about in characteristic number one around ensuring your family doesn't resent you, (laughs) this is where you've got to know why you're doing it. And a lot of times it is because you want to create a better and more sustainable life for your family. You want to be around more. You want to be able to go to the games, go on the field trips, be there when they get home from school. And usually a nine to five is not going to do that, right? So as you're building your business, you may still have to be in the nine to five. You might actually end up allowing yourself to become resentful of that job. Don't do that. Look at your job as the way that you are financing your business. Okay. So it is a means to an end and hopefully you enjoy what you're doing. But if you don't, I would say don't quit too early, but don't stay in it too late, but don't grow to resent it because you're looking at this dream. You're, you're out here. If only I could just be at home all the time, creating the social media posts and doing the TikToks, whatever that might be the way that you promote it. You can get disheartened if that effort that you're putting in, if that two hours a night that you're blocking off after the kids go to bed to work on your business isn't immediately showing financial benefit, you're going to quit if your motives are not in the right place. If that is your your end result is just the money, then you're going to quit. It's going to be too much. It's not going to be worth it. But if you know that what you're doing and the service that you plan to provide or the products that you're developing are going to make somebody else's life life better, if the end result serves something bigger than you, then you will find that determination from deep within and you'll have the grit to stick it out. You'll have the grit that that keeps you moving forward even after no, after no, after no, even when the sale doesn't work, even when you make, you do your promotion and you launch your product and you get one person who buys or nobody who buys. The grit and the determination is what's going to keep you moving forward despite that. You're going to have to shift your mental state from failure to learning. What do I mean by that? A lot of times, and I was in this too, if I launched my product, if I did my, all of the social media posts and I sent all the emails and I communicated and I did the videos to promote my next launch and nobody bought, I would look at myself and I would think, oh, maybe I'm not doing the right thing. I'm a failure. And it took prayer with the Holy Spirit looking at this plan that we had laid out because I laid it out with him. I didn't plan it all on my own, or at least I really tried not to. I was looking back with the Holy Spirit to say, you, I'm looking at my journal. You told me to do this. And, and I asked how, and you showed me how and you, you laid it out. He, the Holy Spirit would lay out how I needed to promote something, how much I was going to charge for the product. And then sometimes it just, nobody bought. And so I'd go back to him in prayer and I'm, and I have my journal in front of me and I'd be like, you said this, you said this, look here, right here, right here on this page. I wrote it down. I heard you and I wrote it down. You said this. 
Why didn't it work? And I can't tell you how many times he would say, nobody bought, but you planted the seeds. Nobody bought, but you followed through. Or sometimes I would get (laughs) that little bit of correction of, did you go all in, really? Did you hold back, Stephanie, at all? Did you allow fear to creep in? And man, that one would convict me big time because I would realize that though I thought I had grit and determination to succeed and to make that launch work, I could go back sometimes and see, oh, I kind of halfway did that. Oh, I had five emails planned and I only sent three because things got in the way. When you are in that state and you've got that plan, there are things that you need to do to ensure that there are, that it is non-negotiable. Like you cannot negotiate, negotiate your way out of doing those things. When you create that plan with the Holy Spirit, you do the plan. And there were plenty of times where I didn't do the plan. I did 75% of the plan. And that's not what he told me to do. He told me to do 100% of the plan. So of course it didn't work because I didn't do the whole plan. So that grit and determination will help you to shift the way you think about things when they don't go the way that you planned or that you thought they should based on the activity that you did to be more inquisitive about it, to question, to be curious and really evaluate where did I step off the plan? Where did I go off the path? This reminds me of, of um, scripture that it's Proverbs 16, one through three. It says we can make our own plans, but the Lord gives the right answer. People may be pure in their own eyes, but the Lord examines their motives. Commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. Well, was there a time that maybe I made the plan myself and I didn't commit it to him? Maybe I know that for me, I've been in coaching programs and I did their plan and maybe their plan was good for them and maybe it was somewhat successful, but did I take their plan and say, God, I want to do this plan. This is what my coach is telling me to do. I want to do this plan. Are you good with this plan? Is there anything that that you want to change in this plan? So I'm all about keeping the Holy Spirit up in the middle of my business. And that means every single plan gets run by him. And characteristic number three is having the right motives. You've got to keep a constant pulse on your motives with the Holy Spirit. When fame, money, the like the big money, <laughs> when those thoughts override your service to the people you were meant to serve, when the desire for the paycheck becomes more important than your desire to serve those people that you were placed on this earth to serve, you will not succeed. That is where it turns from, I have this God dream for this business and I'm going to go all in on this business. And it's a business, so it's supposed to make money. And so when it's not making money, we become fearful. We, we become focused on the money And we kind of forget the people. And I can tell you, I've been there too. 
where I really had to check my motives, where greed had kind of overtaken, not kind of, that's sugarcoating it. Greed had overtaken and I was focused on the money because I was worried about what wasn't coming in as opposed to being thankful for what was coming in. Thankful for the, the payments for the memberships that were coming in. Thankful for the private coaching clients that I did have instead of fearful for the ones that I couldn't seem to recruit in, right? That I couldn't make the sale. They weren't mine. They weren't my clients. And when I became too focused on the money, I know that the way that I sold, the way that I talked, the way that I wrote my social media posts was totally different from a service mentality, from just making sure that I am serving the people that God put me on this earth to serve. And when I opened my hands to let me serve you, instead of keeping them closed and saying, I've got to control this and hold on to this, things changed. And I will say that it wasn't specifically the money that changed. It was my heart. It was the way that I talked. It was the way that I served the clients that I do have. And that in turn changes the money. So you have to remember and make sure that your motives don't shift. You may start out good. And you are starting out with that plan from God, the vision from God for your business and how you're going to go about doing it. But it's really easy to slide on in to the wrong motive because of fear. And that really is where it comes from. It comes from fear. It comes from the sense of lack of, I'm supposed to be growing. It's supposed to be getting bigger. It's supposed to be getting more money. It's supposed to be growing. Well, maybe it is growing. Maybe it is growing. It's just growing in a way that you can't see yet, or it's growing in a way that you didn't expect. Stay in tune to God. Make sure your motives are pure. And the Lord will ensure that your plans succeed. So to summarize today, Those three characteristics that I believe every business owner needs to have in order to be and stay successful are thick skin, determination and grit, and the right motives. The motives that serve the people you were meant to serve. The motives that serve your clients that you have, the clients you don't have yet, the motives that serve your following that isn't paying yet, that they're just following. And you know what? That's okay. You were meant to serve them too. You weren't just put on this earth to serve those who pay you. So I really hope that this made you think about yourself and evaluate your own motives and your own ideas and your own thoughts. As you enter the business world or look to grow your business in new ways, I hope that this really resonated with you. Are you doing this for the right reasons? Are you focused on the right things? Are your motives pure? Is it time to turn your business into your mission field? 
Your next step is joining the Dream Launcher membership where you receive coaching, training, and the community that you need to succeed. From clarifying your vision to setting up your first website and gaining your first followers, we're doing business God's way within the Dream Launcher membership. Go to stephanieferrara.com to join the Dream Launcher membership today. That's stephanieferrara.com, S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E-F-E-R-R-A-R-A.com. I can't wait to meet you in there and pray with you and watch you grow. If you were encouraged or inspired by this episode, would you let me know? On YouTube, you can leave a comment. On the podcast platforms like Apple and Spotify, leave a review. This helps this message get out to more people who need that same encouragement and inspiration. And until next time, keep dreaming and growing with God.